0: back to podcast interference. Uh, I'm probably more excited for this one than I am for any others to be honest because this is our week 1 preview football is back. How do you feel about that, Jack?
1: Never been happier in all my life, man. <laughs> so excited to get
0: going. Same. I can't believe it's been uh, it's been so long since we last, you know, properly watched, well, since the Super Bowl, I guess. Yeah. Since the last proper bit of football was on. Pre-season just doesn't it doesn't and satisfy, satisfy the thirst does it for no. uh, for, for true <laughs> NFL action. So yeah, we've uh, we've got a bit of an interesting one today, so we're going to go through all the matchups for week 1, I guess, and have a look and, and see what's what's cracking there, if there are any sleepers or any players that you should maybe uh, pick up uh, if you'd not really thought about them before your draft. There might be a few players there that we could Potentially recommend that you sit, depending on the matchup. If you have got someone else to sub in, so we'll we'll dive in without further ado, I guess. And uh, yeah, do you want to take the lead on this, Jack?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, first uh, first game of the season, uh, Thursday night football, Bucks Cowboys. Um, which one. is Going to be a, a hell of a game. Um, I'll say right off the bat, I think the Bucks are probably going to win. I, I've I don't really like the Cowboys, although I think they will be a better team this season.
0: I would agree. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, the Cowboys are playing against the Bucks defence, which hasn't really changed since last year. So, uh, you know, they're still going to be horrendous to play against. Uh, I think they blocked out pr- practically every running back last year. So, poor old uh, Zeke isn't going to get too much uh, too much this week, I don't think.
1: No, like, yeah, um, that was going to be my first point, I think. Although Zeke is going to have a better season than last year, this is a pretty horrendous matchup the Bucks were. I think top four in the league against the run last season. Um, I can't see that changing, uh, to be honest. Um, I think on the flip side, though, um, both teams were pretty horrendous against the pass um, in terms of yardage. So I think Prescott might have a relatively good game, Um, and as will Brady, I think. I think the question with this one is, which of the respective receiving calls do you sort of trust the most?
0: Yeah, well, both are very good. Um, very good. You know, you you are looking at Lamb. I love Lamb. Um, both to eat and to to watch play. <laughs> so I'm quite happy that he's going to be about. Um, but you've also got Cooper and Gallup as well. Um, so that's that's three very good receivers for, mm. for the Cowboys. So Dak's got plenty of options. Then you go over to the books, and you've obviously got Godwin. Um, you've got mm-hmm. Brown, um, and God, who have I missed? Mike Evans. Evans, of course. How could <laughs> how could I forget? And and then you also go to the Titans situation, and you've kind of got Gronkowski. You've got Howard coming back from his injury as well. Yeah. there's 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 so many people to choose from. Uh, Bernard as well. He's going to be obviously a, a role, have a role in the passing game now mm-hmm. for. For Brady, and we know how he loved White, and how how well James White did. <laughs> Very much so. So, so you know, <laughs> is Bernard going to take over that role within the books offense? Is he going to be kind of a sneaky upside pick for for PPR leagues? I think he probably will be. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, totally agree. Um, I think if I had to pick one on each team, I mean, I know obviously, um, Godwin didn't play full season last year, but Evans did seem to be sort of the favorite target in in the sixteen games, um. I think that probably stays stays similar, to be honest. I would take Evans over Godwin um, if it was me. I don't know what you think.
0: No, I, I agree. If you're kind of looking at the wide receiver one, two spot, especially that they're the kind of players that you want to be filling that gap. I think when you kind of go down to Brown, if you have him at wide receiver three or you kind of flex yeah. spot, then you could probably be quite happy that he's probably going to get some uh, some attention this game. I think he's going to be high. High scoring if, uh, as long as they can keep throwing the ball. Um, each each quarterback's got a lot of options, as you say, in that that offensive uh, sort of region. I don't think the the kind of, I don't think either team's running backs are really gonna make any no huge impact. Uh, aside from as I say, maybe Bernard might be get getting involved in the passing game, but I think it's gonna be kept quite. Uh, yeah, I think the running game's gonna Pass be heavy. shut out definitely pass heavy for this one for me yeah but i can't wait for it
1: (laughs) (laughs) me too i think the only other thing i'd say is i mean i don't know what you think but the i mean me personally i've tried to in draft steer clear of anyone in the book's backfield to be honest
0: Same. Well, it's yeah, it's a bit of a d- mess back there. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I've not picked anybody up. Kind of we've just had our well our main league I suppose, uh, the the yeah. first league that we we ever, well the first league I ever played in that we we are playing in now. We've just had the draft, haven't we, yesterday for that and yep. I ended up with a lot of Cowboys players. I've got I've got yep. Zeke and I've got Lamb. Um and I nearly ended up with Gallup as well, but I thought I'd <laughs> pass on him because I was I was loading up a bit too heavily on the Cowboys uh, offense there. I think if I had Dak to complete the the holy trinity there, I'd probably be quite happy. But I'm just hoping that they have a good year because I've put a lot of faith in them, um, almost accidentally, I guess. Uh, I don't know how I don't know how confident I was with the results of uh, of the draft yesterday, but um, unfortunately, I wasn't I wasn't fully prepared. And I was in a pub whilst it was happening, so uh, yeah. We've I, all never been thought, I never thought it'd happen to me. I'm always so so ready, so prepared. But um, moving house and all that business, it's it's a bit of an interesting year this year for it. So Touchwood, I'll be back to normal next year, and who knows, I might do all right this year. But I'm not feeling anywhere near as confident as I did last year. So. I, is there anything else to say on the uh, no, Cowboys um, books?
1: I think to, I mean, I think to sum up, I like you said, high scoring game. I think m- if you've got Dak or Brady, I think you're probably in for a pretty decent week. Um, running games, perhaps, perhaps not so much would be my my final takeaway.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, should we move on to uh, Jags Texans?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, I mean. I mean, first thing I'd say is it's it's a pretty nice matchup if you're a rookie quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. He's, oh yeah. The, the Texans are they're pretty bad um, and haven't really got it uh, got any better. So if you do have Lawrence, I mean, I think this is probably going to be a game to start him. Um, the Texans' defense was pretty bad last year. It, it's not got any better as far as I can see. Um, I think the Jags have got you know a decent receiving group. I like Marvin Jones. I've always liked DJ Chark and Chenault. Sort of in the slot is is pretty solid as well. Um, and obviously James Robinson as well. I think it's in for a, a big week because the Texans were absolutely horrendous against the run last year. Last year.
0: Do you think it might be too easy? Do you think you know? Do you think the Jags will end up reverting <laughs> to just kind of running the clock down, going for the kind of rushing options rather than rather than, in um, the air?
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, I think if I had to put sort of my money on on sort of one of the Jags plays going off I think it would be Robinson I think he pr- probably would be one of my starts of the week if I was the Jags I'd want to get Robinson involved take a bit of the pressure off Lawrence early especially in in this matchup because it, it could be one of those ones where they sort of fall into that trap of thinking the Texans are bad and then end up flipping the script on them so I think Robinson is is one of the starts of the week for me
0: yeah, I I would agree with you completely. And uh, what about the old uh, Texans offense? There is there anyone well, <laughs> that you put your faith in on, on that side?
1: Um, I mean, the only the, in my my notes actually say the only player on the Texans I would even sniff at if I if I happened to draft him would be would be Brandon Cooks.
0: Okay. Yeah. Just because he's
1: you know he's a good receiver. He's had several thousand yard seasons. He's 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 pretty much the only consistent weapon they've got obviously Tyrod's now being confirmed as QB1 for week 1 although Deshaun is still on the on the roster um so i think if Cooks is the number one receiver he's he, he will see some targets even if even if the Texans are losing the game
0: and is there anybody in that Texans backfield that you would be confident <laughs> taking this week?
1: There there is not. No. If if, <laughs> if you if you have one of them, I feel very very sorry for you. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's not even kind of a primary guy, is there? I mean last no, year I um, a I hedged my bets on, on David Johnson just based off previous performances from him. And and to be fair to him, he did alright t- towards the end of the season especially. He, did. he was he was a decent option, but he just it's just crowded back there and there's not really anybody who's kind of taken Ownership. taking the lead yeah so I think it's going to be it, it's going to be one to watch I think as the season goes on especially from a streaming perspective mm. if if one of those running backs does kind of take the lead then it's definitely worth looking at that and trying to grab them on the waiver wire just so that you've got a stash for you know the weeks that you've got got buys for your primary options but for this week yeah stay away can't from the do Texans yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah probably for most weeks to be fair Um <laughs> I apologise, Houston fans. Um we'll move on to charges uh, against Washington, I guess, next.
1: Yeah, um I think for this one, I think I mean I've I've got I've got the I've got the Washington football team winning this one. Um I don't know if you think the same, but I think it's a tough matchup for Herbert to start with. The Washington D was was pretty solid last year, especially sort of getting to the passer. Yeah. Um there's, I mean, there's still a lot of players I like on both sides of the ball. Um, I do think Herbert struggles, but like, you know, Eckler, Keenan Allen, people like that are always sort of must-starts, especially in PPR leagues.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, Herbert is good. It's, he's good. Um, the, There is a chance that he might, you know, he's coming into the season, He's he's got to start well. There mm. might be a chance that he kind of pulls away and, and does do really well. I guess the Chargers, they're not really a run-heavy offense, and, and when they are, they're kind of looking at Eckler as the primary back, who is more of a kind of pass-catching option anyway. Mm-hmm. So they, they are very yeah, heavily involved in that aerial attack, so as you say, Washington, uh, the Washington defense is, is kind of primed to be the perfect counter to that, so... Based on that, and based on the Chargers' defense against uh, the Washington offense, you know they've got a lot of options again this year. Fitzpatrick's kind of stepping into the role, Yep. and and he he is a good quarterback. Like he you is. know he 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 has good games, <laughs> and I think he's gonna he's gonna need to impress as well to, to to retain that starting job. You've got Terry McLaurin, you've got Gibson. It's yeah, and they can spread that attack about. They're not they're not like the Chargers. They're not relying on the arm of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's kind of a more even footing for them. So, purely from that perspective, I agree with you. I think I think uh, the Washington Football Team should should win this matchup. Yeah,
1: I completely agree with your points. I think I think Fitzmagic, I think, is on for a good season. Um, it, it'd be nice to see him start the whole season. Obviously, last year he was in and out and in and out. Yeah. Um, I think he's got a good team around him. Um, and I, like on your, to your point, I absolutely love, I do love Gibson. Uh, I think if he stays healthy, he's going to be on for a, a monster season. And he's pretty good at
0: catching it as well, which always helps. Yeah, yeah, I wish I wish I had him in more leagues, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's um Well, apparently, I, I might be making this up, so I do apologise. This comes without a source, because I'm sure I just read it somewhere that he'd sneakily had surgery uh to correct the the turf toe problem that he was talking about oh okay. um i think I, I, like i say i might have dreamt this but i just feel like i was reading it one morning when i'd first woken up and i was like eh. so i feel like he's had some sneaky sneaky oh, surgery yeah. that might mean that his um, his woes yeah unreported
1: uh, surgery yeah exactly
0: right oh oh see i didn't make it yeah, you are I'm right. right yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just I, re- yeah <laughs> I'm glad you googled it because I was just thinking. I don't want to be making this up, but I could have sworn that I'd read it somewhere. So that it's good that news, was, isn't it? That's very good news. That's yeah. one of the things that that, that really was the only of, issue. Exactly. It's put me off. It, well, it's not put me off hugely, but it did. There was a niggle every time I looked at him as an option to, to draft. I did think, is that going to bite me yeah. <laughs> in the backside? But no, it, you know, he's 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 had that surgery, and it explains why um why the coaching staff were so confident as well yeah uh, you know, did. if you read interviews and they're kind of like oh yeah it'd be fine it's like yeah but you might not be but they obviously they obviously knew about it all along um so that's very that's really sneaky good news, actually. very sneaky on their half <laughs> on, on their part but yeah very good news indeed so definitely gibson slides up my uh top 12 a little bit i would say so um but it doesn't matter too much now. Most people, most people have drafted, so uh, <laughs> he's not going to be on the waiver wire, is he? No. Um, so with that, I guess we move on to uh, Seahawks uh, who are at the Colts.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the Colts have had a, a pretty rocky off season with the the various injuries and then players coming back. Um, I think the Seahawks probably win this one. At the end of the day, Russell Wilson is is just better. Um, for me, yeah, I yeah. think although the Colts don't have a particularly bad defense, I would expect sort of a relatively good game from Wilson. Therefore, Metcalf and Lockett. Um, t- it's a tough matchup for Chris Carson. The Colts were, uh, I believe, second against the run last season or something like that. Um, yeah, they were. They were pretty good. And I think, although Carson, I think, will have a pretty good season. Is a good pick up. I don't expect him to go mental this this
0: week. No, I think I think I'd agree with you there. Is the Yeah, I guess that there's a name that we should potentially mention uh in Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Um, I think he's probably primed to have a fairly good game this game. Um I would it's, agree. It's not it's not one that I'd be too worried about having him as my starting running back for I don't think. Um I think it's there's a good opportunity there for him, but I guess it depends if the Seahawks can break away and they're putting up the points then the Colts are going to be forced to throw forced the ball. To throw. And I guess you're looking at Pittman as the kind of primary receiver there uh, to start this week. Yeah, with Hilton um, out. Yeah. With Hilton out. So do with that information as you will. I, I've, I've always quite liked Pittman, but um, but to kind of launch him into a wide receiver one role uh, this early in the season does, you don't does worry me that. a bit. Yeah, yeah, I think he's still learning. He still needs time. So, yeah, I think the Seahawks as as an offense, uh, especially, are more settled going into this, this game. So, yeah. I, I think it might be. Yeah, you, you're quite right. I think it's going to be a win for the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. There's, there's not many. I mean, if you've got Pittman, I guess, I guess throw him in there. He'll probably see some targets. But you'd, yeah, it's it's he's not the option I'd want to be going to. Jonathan Taylor, like you said, he's the starter. Hopefully, they don't mess around and. Chop and change, and take you know running back gap by committee too too seriously like they did last year, and hopefully he's just the starting back, and they occasionally throw Hines in with their uh, you know on third down and whatnot.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think this is this is one of the last years that you're probably going to get JT at a discount price. To be honest, so um, I think if if he starts off strong, he's going to prove a lot of the the truthers right, um, mm-hmm. just because he's going to give deliver a good performance, and I, I don't think they're going to go. Um, too much for the t- committee option i hope they're not um and, and hopefully yeah jt gets to gets to show off a little bit and uh, puts up a good game but as i say i do feel like if the colts fall behind then it's going to stifle his production a little bit because i think they are going to have to be looking at those uh, options which yeah i guess you are looking at kind of very cheap wide receivers, insofar as draft capital is concerned. Yeah. So you, you look, you are looking at Pittman. You are looking at Paris Campbell, who hasn't really had many healthy games to his name, but he has no. shown flashes mm-hmm. of of, um, of greatness when he has played. So if if he stays healthy this season, that maybe Paris Campbell is a is a name that people will be discussing. Uh, you know, in the kind of flex or maybe even wide receiver two spot. But again, it's games like this that are kind of. They're quite pivotal for these uh, young players mm-hmm. because yeah. they are their chance to shine. So while we might sit here and say, yeah, we're quite confident that the Seahawks are settled, they're going to go in and they're going to play well, uh, it, it's a huge opportunity for these two Colts wide yeah. receivers because it is their opportunity to prove their worth. And if they do so, uh, it's going to create quite a bit of upset in, in fantasy leagues um, across the world because uh, people are not going to be expecting it. So uh, So we'll see what happens in that game. Um, I guess we move on now to the Jets at the Panthers,
1: yeah. <laughs> which is yeah, which is going to be obviously it's going to be quite a, a fun game really on the whole, isn't it? I mean, you've got obviously Darnold coming back. Um, I mean, the Jets and the Panthers didn't have great seasons last year, um, so I, no. I think both would be looking to get a win on the board early. I, I personally think the Panthers will, will win in the, in the end fairly comfortably. I like what I've seen from Darnold in preseason and all the practice reports seem to seem to be saying he's sort of found a home with the Panthers, which I do like. That's good. Um again, Jet I mean, Jets defence fairly fairly bad last year, um <laughs> on the on the whole. Um, I think something like twenty seventh or twenty eighth overall.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, particularly bad against the pass. Um I mean, I would I would expect as usual I would expect CMC to have a, a fairly solid game, you know, twenty, twenty five points as almost a guarantee.
0: <laughs> he's got a he's got a great <laughs> welcome back party <laughs> yeah, he as he planned there. He, he's he's not done bad for that. So yeah, I think obviously he, he should be in practically every format, and the first player off the board. You know, he is he is the ultimate fantasy asset, so for him to come back and have, have a game playing, playing the New York Jets. I mean, you couldn't yeah. really ask for a better homecoming for him. So I, I can see a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of CMC owners are probably going to be winning their matchups this week just by yeah. virtue of the how well he'll do. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, Wilson kind mm-hmm. of heading the charge at the Jets. Uh, I'm quite looking forward to seeing Elijah Moore yeah. play as well. I've heard a lot. Well, he has been hyped up so much this off-season, so he's probably going to be a disappointment <laughs> given the hype but if he isn't, oh, it'll be great to watch him in action too so I think it's going to be quite an entertaining game and I hope it's high scoring, I think it will be um, and I think both teams have a chance to put up the points as well so it's probably going to be a really entertaining watch
1: yeah, um only, only the thing I'd mention as well as I do obviously coming off his best season, I know he's gone to a new team, but I do also quite like Corey Davis. I think he'll see a decent amount of targets. Yeah. Um yeah. whether whether it's him or Moore who emerges as the wide receiver one, um, who knows, but I, w- I would expect both to see a decent amount of amount of targets.
0: Yeah, I mean you've got to go for the vet- veteran, right, to start with. Um yeah. I would think, but I, I do think that Moore's definitely in that quite safely in that. Wide receiver two conversation. And Definitely, we'll see how the season goes. He, he might, he might elevate more, and he might be a better option uh, ultimately than Davis is later on in the season. But we'll, yeah. we'll see there's time. But it's, uh, it's very much a good matchup for any, any, uh, any players that you have. I guess in either team, really. Um, yep. Just, so I would, I'm not really looking at benching many people to be honest. From, from either team, I think it's going to be a good one. Um, next, I guess we'll go for my my boys in purple. We'll go for the Vikings, and they're playing the Bengals.
1: Which is, I mean, there's actually, I mean, on like a few years ago, I'd have said this is a pretty dreadful matchup. This is actually, there's a lot of fantasy players in this that are, are very strong. Obviously, oh, you is. got you got Justin Jefferson and Thielen. You got Cook on the other side of the ball. You've got obviously the Bengals trio of receivers all of which are capable of putting up numbers and you've got joe mixon um i think again I've, i think i'd probably lean towards the vikings winning i know you'd probably say the same being a fan but <laughs>
0: yeah i would hope they would win but yeah i mean they are they are playing a, a very good team this year i mean as you said yeah. you've got that that trio of wide receivers with the bengals there's some worry about Chase. I there guess is. He, he didn't play too well in preseason, which is going to worry a lot of owners, I guess. But there's time. I think T Higgins is going to be a guy to watch. I think he's probably going to rise to kind of potentially snatch that wide receiver one spot, potentially. I agree um, with that, yeah. And then obviously Tyler Boyd as well, who's you know quite reliable. So I think Chase is probably not quite as high as he was for me before the preseason, but even still... We know that he is a good player. It's probably nerves, to be honest. It's a huge change for him to, to go from college to NFL. Mm. So y- you can forgive him that. But even with those weapons, even with uh, Mixon, who is a is a guy I've got a, a massive soft spot for, I do think that the Vikings are in prime position to hopefully take this one and start this season much better than they started last season, um, uh, uh. which was with four or five straight defeats, I believe. Yeah. So, um, Hopefully it's a bit different this year, but I'm I'm excited to see Dalvin Cook at it again. He, he he's phenomenal. He could take RB one this year if if things go his way. If yeah, I mean it, it will pending. take it will take some some beating to to usurp Christian McCaffrey, but if his health is like it was last year, he could no, re- it. no reason why Cook can't take RB one. And then as you say, Jefferson, he's he's in his uh, sophomore year now. You know he's had a year under his belt. Mm -hmm. breaking all them records you know he's he just i think watching some interviews with him and seeing how he is as a person i think he holds himself to such a high standard that he feels like he has to beat what you did last year Um, which would be a hell of an effort which would be a hell of an effort but (laughs) but knowing that he kind of knowing that that is his target you know it's quite quite nice to know that he's he's not kind of laid back and sort of thinking oh you know i'm the best i don't need to try anymore he's He's after kind of raising the stakes and, and going mm. one step further. I do think that Thielen's going to take a hit this year, personally. Yeah, Um so I, That's I, fair. I, I don't know how well he'll play, but his his value was very uh, sort of touchdown dependent last year. Yeah. And I don't know whether he'll be getting as many touchdowns this year. So he's, he's a risky pick. I think he's quite high risk, high reward if he plays well, which he will do in some of his matchups, then... Uh, he's worth a pick. I guess this is one of the games that I'd be more comfortable taking him in, to be fair. Because mm-hmm. um, I think they are going to be throwing the ball around quite a lot. But I wouldn't be surprised with the Vikings taking an early lead and then, you know, kind of just relying on Cook to uh, to just grind down that defence.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a fair assessment. I mean, both both teams last year were in, in the bottom eight of defences that gave up just under 400 yards. So I, I can see some points in this one and I'd be... I'd be fairly happy starting anyone on either offensive side of the ball in this one.
0: Yeah, I mean the Vikings' defense is, is currently fully healthy. Uh, yep, or pretty much That's, fully healthy. So hopefully they're better. Yeah, their first, their sort of first team is very good, but as we saw mm. in the uh, preseason, there their kind of second string players are uh, not, so not much. good. So yeah. if they stay healthy, they'll be fine. But. Uh, as soon as you start getting holes in that Vikings defense, then I, I fear that we're going to see kind of a replay of what happened last, <laughs> last year. Unfortunately, year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. We've got Cardinals at Titans.
1: Cardinals, Titans. Yeah. Um, I think this will be very exciting again. I mean, Kyler Murray is absolutely electric. I think he could, you know, he could quite easily win MVP. I think, I think that's sort of the trajectory he's on. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, obviously fantastic, pretty much every game he plays. Um, and then on the flip side of the ball, you've got Derrick Henry. Can he repeat two thousand yards? Um, personally, I think he's good enough, and I think the Titans continue to give him that volume of carries. Um, and then in terms of the Cardinals' backfield, I think I think Edmonds is is the guy. I I don't really like James Connor at all, to be honest. I think Edmonds is the is the lead back and
0: keeps that. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I think one thing to notice as well with the Titans is obviously they've got a new addition at wide receiver in uh, in Julio Jones, so that's uh, that's a new uh, a new aspect to that game. So Tannehill might be looking to throw the ball more, which could impact yeah. Henry's Henry's ability to hit that 2000. I'm I'm on the opposite side of the fence to you, I think. I think we're going to see a decline in Henry's mm. ability this year just by virtue of you know, the Titans having more options at wide receiver that are, are pretty solid. So um I think I think he will be used slightly less, but mm-hmm. he will still be terrifying <laughs> as he always yeah. has been. Um and and I, I am always a little bit hesitant with him in PPR formats just because he doesn't see that passing <laughs> volume. Only nineteen catches. Um, <laughs> exactly. So with with if you are playing in kind of non PPR, um, I, I would definitely be looking at Henry is a great choice, but I think with PPR, maybe not so much as you say with the Cardinals backfield. James Connor might he might have some go he might have some uh, sort of red zone Something opportunities. Maybe he might be red zone uh, sort of dependent uh, player. But um, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I picked him up in in the draft we did as a very late round RB just on the off chance that Edmonds gets injured, which has happened in the past. So yeah, we'll see. But Connor himself is quite injury prone too. But, yeah
1: he's made a glass in there
0: yeah again I, I feel like this this game is going to be an inter- in, interesting one i don't know whether they're going to cancel each other out a little bit really uh the two quite powerful offenses but um you know the defenses aren't terrible either so we we might see a fairly uh sort of moderate scoring game with this one there's no one really that that i'm kind of thinking is going to have a Fantastic game, but as you say, Kyler Kyle Murray could be in that MVP conversation this year. If he starts off well and they win this game, then you know he's put them in good stead to to lead them forward. Um, but we'll see what happens there, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think it's a game he'd be he'd do right to get a, off to a hot start with. Obviously, the, the Cardinals have such a tough division. It's it's one of those ones where you've got to, you know he's almost got to win most of his non-division games because the the division itself is so
0: difficult. Yeah, playing those teams six times a year is it's uh, madness. Yeah, it's a huge chunk <laughs> of his ability to get the Cardinals through to through to the playoffs. I say his as if I'm talking about Kyler Murray, and it all been on his shoulders. Obviously, the rest of them need to uh, make sure they're playing well too. But I, I do feel like he he often looks just by looking at him, you can see he's taking on that responsibility uh, yeah. for the team himself, and he's he's what you want in a leader. I think he's. I'm looking forward to watching him play again this year because. He is just—he's uh, just a phenomenal player. Yeah. Um, so moving on, we've got the 49ers at the Lions. Now I think we can both agree that we're <laughs> expecting the 49ers to win this one.
1: Yeah, for, for, pretty comfortably. Um, I mean, I, I mean, is—is is there anyone on the Lions outside of Hawkinson that you would that you would even consider? <sighs> Probably not. I would assume. Swift, maybe. Swift, um, yeah. Swift's not bad. Yeah.
0: I think he's. I think he'll get better as the season goes on, yeah. though. I think they're going to be quite careful with him to begin with. Um, yeah, he's one of their best assets, isn't he? Yeah. Definitely. It's well, quite easily. <laughs> There's not yeah, much yeah. else. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I suppose from a tight end and a, and a running back perspective, maybe the Lions will be okay. But I, I, I can see the 49ers winning this one. Their defence is so strong. Um, they're probably starting Garoppolo, aren't they, week one? I've not yeah, actually had full confirmation, though. but I don't think Lance is going to take inherit that. QB role uh, immediately but towards the end of the season I think he'll probably take over but for now yeah you've got kind of a healthy-ish team coming back Ayuk I love Ayuk yeah, I think he's a fantastic Ayuk. player Debo Samuel's pretty good uh, mm-hmm. I think their backfield again is, is just a bit of a cluster of all kinds of different players so I'm not too confident on any particular one running back that I would choose for the 49ers this week. But that's offset by the fact that you have the magnificent George Kittle returning to yeah. form as well. So Looking forward to seeing him play again. Yeah, it'll be good Good to have him back. So definitely a 49ers win, I think. Um, but we might see flashes of greatness from from Swift and, and Hawkinson. Yeah,
1: yeah, 100%. I'll, yeah. Backfield, yes, I, I tend to try and stay clear of the 49ers backfield. It's... It's they're obviously all very good individually, but that's just the way, you know. Shanahan runs the offense. You know, you got Mostert, Sermon, um, both fantastic players going sort of a round apart in drafts. But yeah, one week Mostert will go for a hundred and a touchdown. Next week it's different. So unless any one of them establishes themselves, yeah, I'm steering clear week one.
0: Yeah, I guess that takes us to the Steelers, and they'll be playing the Bills. The Bills, which yeah, is going to be quite a good game, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean it was a it was a very good matchup um, last time they played. Um, obviously, like Josh Allen didn't have a fantastic game last time they played, but that's obviously just because the the Steelers' defense itself is is so good. Um, they were absolutely amazing last year. But Obviously, in the end, just through I think the Bills having a vastly better offense, the Bills came out on top. To be honest, I think the similar thing happens here. I think the Bills end up sort of grinding out the win. Um, not expecting amazing numbers from Allen, um, in terms of his passing performance. But then again, he is always he is always a threat to run in one or two, um, per game because he's just he's just such a massive threat in the red zone.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good assessment. Uh, the Steelers' defense isn't quite what it was last year. I don't think. I think they've lost one or two players, but yeah. it's still it's still across the board. Obviously, a very good defense to choose, um, but. As you say that the Bills offence is one of the top three probably in the game at the minute. So kind of looking at them uh, as contenders there. They've they're coming in with, you know, Diggs is back. Yeah. You've got you've got Cole Beasley, I think, who is actually playing now uh this year, even though he's spouted <laughs> off quite a lot about his dislike of the coach. Just a vaccine. little bit. <laughs> um, so I think you got Beasley too. Um yeah, and Josh Allen himself is just phenomenal. And then on the Steelers side, I guess the the, the player to watch is the Harris. He's going to be a new contender that we've not seen much of before.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I mean, this is probably me speaking because I've drafted him in four out of my eight leagues. But I I'm, I think he comes out fairly strong. Week one, you know, he was he was fantastic in college. He's straight in there as the RB one. He can catch the ball. The workload is always going to be there for him, barring injury. So I think he has a pretty good game. Um, in terms of the Steelers receivers, you know, obviously Smith, Schuster, um, Johnson, they're sort of going to be as good as as Big Ben can take them. Um, I yeah. don't know what you think of whether one comes out on top, but yeah, Big Ben's not my favorite quarterback at the minute.
0: <laughs> no, mine neither. But he, I mean, he. He spread the ball around quite a lot last year. You know, Claypool was a good option as well. Claypool um, as well. Yeah. So it's quite hard with those three. It's, who do you choose? I do think Deontay Johnson is getting the volume over the others. Mm-hmm. Um, he has had a few drops, to be fair, and people yeah. are quite worried about that. But while he maintains that volume and while he kind of continues to train and get better, he's going to prove to be a very valuable asset. But the problem with his drops i guess is that you know big ben can get sick of it and he could just decide that he wants to go back to smith schuster or he wants to try out claypool instead and the targets could go to one of those two so it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of an interesting uh, set of wide receivers mm. there just because it's hard to know who to choose but i do think uh, Deontay johnson's probably going to lead the charge and i, I do feel like he's going to be uh, one of the better wide receivers to have on your roster this week
1: yeah, no, that's a fair assessment. I, I do like Johnson. Um, I think the only other thing to mention with this matchup is is how much I dislike Buffalo's backfield. You you, yes. you can't you can't you can't really. <laughs> I think if I had to pick one, I I probably like Moss a little bit more. I think reading some reports and sort of other opinions of people, I think Moss is sort of slightly ahead of Singletary, but yeah, they just then they never seem to go with one or the other they always end up both getting, you know, twelve touches or something like that. And if they don't get in the end zone, they just they're just not very good for your team.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I don't think I trust trust any of them to be honest. Um yeah. not to draft anyway, but no. who knows? <laughs> Moss might he I feel like out yeah, as you say out of Moss and Singletary, I think I'd definitely lean on Moss. Yeah. I think he might end up rising to the challenge, but it feels like the one missing piece in that offensive puzzle for the Bills is just a a, a really strong, uh, kind of big name running back to get behind. And if they had that, then oh, I think be they'd just be fully complete. game over, wouldn't it? Definitely. Yeah. Um, do you think they have a shot at the Super Bowl this year? Because I feel like they do. I think Bills are my sneaky sneaky bet to uh, to make it all the way. You know. Yeah, um, I I completely
1: agree. I think I think they do. They do have what it takes. So at the end at the end of the day in the AFC you've, you've gotta you've gotta go through the Chiefs. Um and I do think on a on a one off game, I do think they are capable of beating them. I think Allen I know he still gets a lot of stick stick out there. Some sort of pundits and analysts still don't trust him even after last season, but I, I think he only gets better and I think yeah, I think they do they do genuinely have a shot.
0: Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page. I, I just, I just have a good feeling about them this year. I feel like uh, they're a good, good option if you're a betting man. Uh, but we'll see, <laughs> I guess. Um, moving on, we've got the uh, Philly Eagles, and they're playing the Falcons.
1: Nah, yeah, I mean, to, to me, this is a good one because I, I, I actually love, and ever since our quarterback episode, obviously, you know, you've changed my mind on Jill. Her, <laughs> I've, I've really tried to draft him a lot. You know, I think. You know, he didn't complete a massive percentage of his passes last year, but obviously that's only going to go up, and the rushing ability is just absolutely insane. Um, Falcons' defence was, in a word, woeful last season. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. They, they really struggled. So I think, in terms of quarterback matchups this week, I think Hurts has got to be, you know, in that top five, I think, against the Falcons. Um, I think it'll be a close game. Um. But to be honest, I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles won. Um, I think the only benefit of you know it's at it is at Falcons, I believe, and obviously Matt Ryan's very good at home. So, but I I think it'll be a very close game, and Hurts is one of my starts of the week.
0: Yeah, I I, I'm hoping that Hurts has a great week uh, because he is practically in every (laughs) game too. But I've I've been quite high on him since he played last year. I, I like you say with the completion percentage, it wasn't great. I think it was fifty-two, or it was in yeah. the low fifty-fifty percent region anyway. But that all all it would take was another. I think it was another five or six completions, and you're already and was knocking on the door yeah. of sixty percent. So, and and he, you know, you can blame the receivers for some of the the drops and the incompletions because some of that that play was just horrendous from his receivers. Whereas. Hopefully they will be more settled this time and he's obviously got uh, Smith as well. Yeah. So Boy, Smith's Smith. debut is 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 this year uh, with this game I guess in in the tr- proper NFL anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just preseason. So that's something to look forward to and then on the Falcons side as well, we obviously have Pitts. Oh, yeah. who's coming in as as kind of a new tight end there, probably usurping uh Hayden Hurst for that kind of very easily position. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you've got Calvin Ridley, who is kind of taking on a ship of the wide receiver core anyway now, mm-hmm. now that he doesn't have the competition from Julio Jones. If you kind of look at his average with Julio Jones per week, it was around 15 points last year. It shot up to 20 points after uh, Jones was injured. So I'm looking forward to seeing that kind of production this year again, hopefully. So against the Eagles defense, I can't see why he wouldn't be knocking on the door of 20 points, maybe more. Yeah, it's a great matchup for both sides really from a from a fantasy perspective. I wouldn't want Agreed. the Eagles defense or the Falcons defense. No, no. God, um, no. That's but, not one but, to stream. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but as far as kind of the the actual uh, offensive players are concerned, I think we're looking at a good matchup. And I don't know, maybe even uh, Sanders might have have a good shot at it from the from the Eagles backfield. He might end up having quite a good game because I do know that a few people have been disappointed with how he ended uh, whilst played last year, I guess. Um, a lot of people were looking forward to some yeah, really high-scoring games, he? but he he wasn't reliable, was he? Whereas, no. you know, he's got a good opportunity here to, to start the season right. Um, so I'm hoping to see that see him take advantage of that too. So really exciting matchup for, uh, with huge fantasy implications. So if you've got any kind of offensive players mm-hmm. for the Eagles or the Falcons, I definitely think it's worth playing them uh, this week.
1: Yeah, completely. Agree. I mean, the only guy we haven't mentioned who I think's maybe been slept on a little bit is, is Mike Davis as well. You know, he had a he, he did incredibly well covering for CMC last year. You know, six hundred yards rushing, sixty catches or whatever it was. I know the Falcons did sign Wayne Galman a couple of days ago, but like I still, I, me personally, I don't think that'll hinder Davis too much because I think he's just a better player.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's it's a good week to play him, um, especially if he's kind of in your flex. Sort yeah, of conversation. Perfect. I think he's, for he's, he's excellent to slot in there. Um, next up, oh, uh, Browns at Chiefs. I guess. Oh
1: god. I mean, that's it's. I feel, I feel like that's going to be a good game. Um, that's certainly one of the games of the week. Um, I mean, pretty much everyone on the Chiefs side of the ball is is going to be is going to be starting for your team. I, I do think, in general, it'll be fairly high scoring. Although I think. I think the Chiefs obviously will come out on top, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Browns still scored. You know, four touchdowns, for example. Um, Nick Chubb is good for on the opposite side of the ball. I think he's he's probably in for a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, you know the Chiefs weren't amazing against the run, and you know Chubb had a fantastic year last season. I think that continues. It's and then on the receiving side of the ball, it's you know it's all on Mayfield. I know you you quite like him. Um, I think he probably has a fairly good game week 1 to be fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. I think he's he's definitely at the lower end of the the QB options just because yeah. you know, he, he doesn't he they are a run first offense, but they are. I think having OBJ back and obviously Landry two two very fine uh, wide receivers. Um I think he's he's got the option to to throw to those guys and and uh yeah, maybe put up some points. As you say the Chiefs the Chiefs are Chiefs are the Chiefs, aren't they? They're the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> as soon as they start pulling away, uh, it's over. I, I, yeah, that's it. I, I can see them kind of just, just running the clock down. Um, but then again, they do like to put up the points. So, uh, who knows? Mahomes might be, might be feeling a little bit more confident under a refreshed O line. Uh, that's probably going to protect him a little better than they did in the, um, in the Super Bowl game. So maybe he, uh, he has a chip on his shoulder and he wants to, to prove he <laughs> is the best. Um. So, so who There's knows no but, doubt in that well yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so I think it is going to be an interesting game I just I hope that it is quite even I hope that the Browns defense mm-hmm. uh, holds a little bit just so that um, so the Chiefs are forced to to keep throwing the ball around rather than just relying on Edward Dillard to, uh, yeah. to just kind of run the clock down to be honest but we'll see how that goes I'm very much looking forward to seeing the Chiefs again though it's, uh, it's always great to watch them play yeah
1: 100% and like I know you mentioned him. I, am, I I. haven't drafted him really too much because obviously we haven't seen much of him, but I am excited to have OBJ back. I, I hope he gets back to his best because it's. it's just a better NFL when he's making crazy catches and plays.
0: Yeah, oh, I agree. Um, okay, next we've got the uh, Green Bay Packers against the New Orleans Saints.
1: Which yes. isn't
0: going to be played at the Saints. Uh, it's not no. going to be played at the Superdome, is it? Obviously, yeah. Um, well, not necessarily, obviously, if you've not been watching the news, but the the, the hurricane impact in uh, New Orleans has been quite devastating, really, um, which is which is really, really sad for the the people there. And obviously, um, it's having widespread implications, not least in the in the world of sport, forcing, forcing the Saints out of their own arena. So um, so hopefully uh, sort of restoration efforts and things go on quickly and 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 everybody there starts to see uh, normality resume fairly quickly. But it's, yeah. yeah, really, really quite sad over there. But um, so, yeah, it's not not, not technically, uh, from a very technical perspective, a home game for the Saints, I guess, as they're not playing in their own stadium.
1: No, I mean, obviously, it's, it's been, been played in, in Jacksonville, I believe, isn't it? Um, it might be, yeah, I'm not too sure, but that sounds right. Um, which I believe, I believe the Saints were were allowed to choose them themselves. I believe, um, but yeah, I think I, mean, I think in general it's a pretty it's a pretty tasty matchup for fantasy. Um, obviously, after the the very rocky off season with with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, thank God he is the QB one week one. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, otherwise, yeah. they were they were in for a rough year without him. Let me tell you, um, but I think him. Devante Adams, you know Aaron Jones, that that core three, um, I think is is going to have an absolutely spectacular season. Um, so week week out, week in, I think they're going to be starters for everyone, and I think Rogers has probably close to an MVP level season.
0: Oh yeah, there's no reason why he couldn't. I uh, couldn't attain that MVP status again, I don't think, uh, especially now he's back. And and as I've said before, I, f- from my point of view, I know I've listened to a few analysts saying, oh, you know, he's obviously not happy there, so that's going to impact his game. But I genuinely feel like this is his goodbye season. Um, you know, he he's loved the fans of Green Bay. Uh, he wants to give them something to cheer about. So I think he's going to really be trying his hardest to, to kind of, Sure, the Packers what they're, they're missing out on when he moves on. <laughs> um, so I think they're going to be great. And the New Orleans sort of uh, mm. their situation is quite interesting. Obviously, they no longer have Drew Brees. Uh, Jameis Winston has been slated as the starter, uh, although I guess you know Taysom Hill might end up taking some snaps from him depending on how things go. And they lost Michael Thomas as well, although he might be returning sooner than than people had initially hoped, which would be good for the for the whole team. Hopefully, but yeah. um, really, the only player that I would be confident in uh, on the Saints side is probably Kamara because he, he is just as a always. beast. Um, yeah, but Winston might play well. I mean, I. I I had Winston when he was the star at Tampa he's, he's Bay. He's very good for fantasy, isn't he? he Even he, with the he, interceptions. Oh yeah, he is. He puts up the numbers, uh, all numbers, including interceptions. But uh, that's, you know, it, it does generate points. So it'll be interesting to see. And obviously, my uh, my little my little secret star, who I'm hoping becomes fantastic, is uh, Mr. Adam Troutman, who's obviously on that uh, New Orleans uh, Saints roster as the tight end number one this year. And with Michael Thomas missing, that might mean more targets for the Titans. So who knows? He's uh, he's a good little stash at the end of end of sort of round fifteen of your draft. I think uh, Tram when I picked him up myself in a, in a couple of places just in case he does take off. But uh, there's plenty of targets to go around, especially if James Winston's throwing the ball. Um, even if you're a defensive player, um, you <laughs> might find a, a ball <laughs> heading in your direction. So who knows?
1: Yeah, completely agree. Love love Kamara, always do. Um hopefully Winston sort of uses uses him as a bit of a security blanket and doesn't just keep lobbing deep balls. Um the Saints have a fantastic coach in Sean Payton, so I, I genuinely do believe Winston has a good season. Um in several drafts I've sort of, I've picked him up as my QB2 because you can get him very late on. Um yeah. And the, the only other player I'd mention who had a seemed to have a phenomenal preseason is I did like the look of uh, Marquez Callaway. Yes, you know, caught yep. those two deep balls from Winston, and again he he's he, he's going very very late. So it's like a wide receiver four or five. He's I think he has pretty good year as well.
0: Yeah, I I think that's a good shout, especially yeah, as a late round stash, he has yeah. high upside, and I think when you're looking at kind of rounds, sort of 13, thirteen, twelve. Area because really you should be drafting your kicker and your defense 14 15. But correct, in some if your league <laughs> mates start drafting earlier than that, you kind of force into action, as I found <laughs> yesterday. Um, don't remind but, me, yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, he's he's a great stash for, for that kind of very late round wide receiver pick because he has such high upside. Uh, you know, if you were forced to play him, he is a boom or bust option, I think. But yeah, uh, if if he Fun goes side. boom on the week you have him, then you'd be very happy um so next up it's your your boys uh, the Denver Broncos oh, they're and they're Broncos. playing the New York Giants this week
1: yeah I mean, I'll try not try not to be too biased on this one um <laughs> but I, I mean I, I think the Broncos uh, win this fairly comfortably um I absolutely love what we've done on the defensive side of the ball um I know it wasn't just against starters in preseason but we didn't give up a touchdown um yeah you know, you got Patrick Serté and that pass rush. There is, there isn't anyone apart from Barkley that I'm that I'm starting on on the Giants. I don't know if your your thoughts are the same.
0: Um, well, I am starting Kenny golliday in Dynasty, okay. uh, but that's okay. more due to the fact that I lost poor old uh, J.K. Dobbins. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I agree. I think, as you said, the the Broncos. In in preseason, were were scarily good, really. Um, so so there's a lot of opportunity there. Daniel Jones does have a lot to prove this year, um, lot, more yeah. <laughs> so than last year, I think. So it's I think it's a bit of a make or break season for him. So I'm I'm hoping for my sake it's a make season, just so that he feeds Galladay. But as you say, I think Barkley, you can never write Barkley off, no uh, matter the good. matchup. I think a lot of people are very low on Barkley this year, just because of the uh, the injury last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he slipped to me in the second round of uh, our ten man draft that, that we did. Insane. Um, and like that is just crazy that that people are so hesitant to draft him that he's falling to sort of the second round of of a draft. It's just yeah. mind boggling to me. He, he we all know how good he can be and even with the acl injury and and kind of healing after that his mind is the same you know he still has the technical prowess so even if he's not physically as as good as he was before he still is mentally um mm. so i yeah you can't write him off so if you've got barkley definitely be Must comfortable start. he's probably going to be doing quite well um broncos mm. Uh, It's Teddy Bridgewater, isn't it? Now, Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, Bridgewater's pretty good. Um, He's not. He's not fantastic. So (laughs) that's kind of all I can say for him. (laughs) He's got. He's got some options. You know, he's he's got Sutton. He's got Judy. Judy is a phenomenal player. But yeah. Uh, I just feel like the, the Broncos needed Aaron Rodgers to join them this season to make them a, a very scary team. Um uh, but with, with Bridgewater I feel like that they're gonna be good but they're not gonna be great.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm as a Broncos fan, um I am happier that Bridgewater is the quarterback over Locke. Um don't get yeah. me wrong, I don't hate Locke, but you know, Bridgewater isn't gonna isn't gonna lose us many games he he doesn't make many mistakes he completes 70% of his passes you know the issue with Judy last year I know he only caught I think it was under 50% of his targets but he also had one of the highest percentages of uncatchable balls yeah um which definitely stops with Bridgewater um I don't know what your take is I I think Judy personally but I think Judy ends up finishing as the Broncos wide receiver one over Sutton would um he'll be close don't get me wrong but I think I think Judy takes that step forward now that Bridgewater's the quarterback.
0: Maybe so. I think a lot of it will depend on how uh, how the team chemistry kind of yeah. formulates over the season. I think if if Judy and and Bridgewater do get uh, kind of a, a decent rapport, then I can't see why Judy wouldn't take that wide receiver one spot. I think technically he is a better player than mm-hmm. Sutton is, but Sutton obviously has been there longer and is also a good player in his own right so yeah i think they're going to be fighting each other a little bit which might not be great for fantasy implications to be honest because there isn't a kind of clear number (laughs) one um i I think if you're looking at the start of the season maybe sutton's the guy maybe as you go into the later season if you can trade for judy he might end up being better Mm -hmm. um but it's a hard one to call really yeah i guess we'll see um, so next up is Dolphins, and they're playing the Patriots
1: uh, oh this is it's so it's so tough I know because i know, I know you like him um obviously being Tua um i i am I'm, I'm still not fully sold um and knowing the Patriots defense I know they've got a couple of injuries but knowing the Patriots defense and Belichick I think I think the Patriots win this game and it's I think it's a fairly tough game for the Dolphins offense outside of the run game because the Patriots weren't very good against the run last season.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I I do like Tua. I think yeah. my like my my like for Tua is almost more on a personal level than a <laughs> talent level. Really, um, it does seem like the Dolphins are quite invested in him. Um, yeah. Well, the coaching stuff anyway. I don't know whether the owners are. Uh, there's rumors that the Dolphins yeah, are quite watching. high on. Uh, yeah. Um, which you know, if they did go for Deshaun Watson, then he would. I would. Well, sadly, Deshaun Watson <laughs> is a much there, better player <laughs> yeah. than Tua Tagovailoa mm. is. So I think he would. He would transform that Dolphins offense even further. I mean, I, I like Waddle. I'm looking forward to watching him play this year. Um, in fact, the Dolphins wide receiver core is not terrible, to be it's honest. Pretty they've good. Got, yeah, they've got, got quite a good. good Good mix of people. Uh, obviously, Parker's one of the older guys there, but he's people forget about him. He's still there, um, and well, then, then Fuller, Fuller as well, who's suspended. I think for one more game. Um, yeah, and then game. he can play week two, but he's probably going to have a knock-on impact as well. Miles um, Gaskin's probably going to be the RB one. Almost yep. certainly going to be the RB I one. Like but they're probably going to be sharing that from what we've seen in preseason and what we've kind of heard mm-hmm. on the rumour mill, I think that is going to be more of a backfield by committee than it was last year, potentially. Yeah. Uh, you know, Salvan Ahmed is, is great as well. Yeah. yeah uh, when good. he was filling in for Gaskin, he yeah. was he was a great pick off the waiver wire and won quite a few people the weeks as a result of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Patriots' defence is, is one of the better ones in the league. So I think the Dolphins are going to have it have their work cut out for them to, to make a dent in that. Mac Jones, obviously, he's now taken over as the yep, QB undisputed one. QB1 uh, after the, the loss of Cam Newton, uh, which isn't officially uh, regarding uh, his, his COVID stance, but kind of <laughs> no. unofficially, it seems like that was probably it what... It definitely was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the death knell for him, really. So who knows where Cam will end up, but I can't see him staying a free agent for long. I think he's still worth a pickup from from a, one or two yeah. teams. Yeah. Like,
1: no, I agree. It's just whether he, you know, whether pride gets in the way, and someone says do you want to be a backup, and then he goes no. Because I, I mean, I, I don't think based on last season and what he's shown, I don't think he's good enough to be a starter anymore. Personally,
0: no, he's not. He's not, not a on a winning team.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're Which is right. a shame because I do, I did, I did always have a have a soft spot for him. Um, I'm just glad I've got Mac Jones in Dynasty as well because I have I have both. I don't think he does too much week one, I think they sort of try and get the run game going, run game defence and sort of hopefully don't make him pass too many times but um, I think he ends up having a decent career but yeah probably, probably not a starter for the first few weeks.
0: Yeah, there's not really many members of the Patriots' offense that I've really no. <laughs> paid much attention to, to be honest, because there's nobody that jumps out as anyone worth having. Maybe Jonu Smith looks like he might yeah. be all right as a streaming option or as kind of a late-round pick. Um, but, yeah, there's not there's not really anything there that I'm too excited about, so I guess I'll see as, as the season goes on what happens. But, yeah, it's an interesting one, that one. I feel like from a fantasy point of view... Um, no, I don't think it's going to be fantastic. No. <laughs> at least not for the offences. I think maybe the Patriots get a couple of interceptions. Yeah, the are
1: a, a defence to stream if they're, on, if they're on the waiver wire, I think, for, yeah. for most yeah, people.
0: For sure. So it's not one that I'm hugely looking forward to, to be honest, uh, from that point of view. But we'll see. We, we might be surprised. Um, and then next, we've got the... <laughs> Well, I guess it's quite a defensive battle, really, for these two in uh, Rams, in the Bears, Bears and the Rams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just a little bit.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, they're both both fantastic defenses. You know, Donald versus you know Khalil Mack and that Bears defense. It's again, I, I can't see there being there being much in terms of you know standout fantasy performances. Obviously, Dalton is is probably gonna start um QB one week one. Whether we agree with that, I don't. Um yeah. is another conversation, but I I can't you, you know, you're not starting Dalton. I wouldn't be too happy starting. Um as much as I love it, I wouldn't be too happy starting Alan Robinson in this matchup. Obviously the Rams have a very good secondary. Um I think it's a pretty low scoring game. Maybe David Montgomery has a good game. I like Monty. Um yeah, same. I think he could probably Probably break it, um, and then on the flip side of the ball, obviously Matthew Stafford's first game, yes. tough, tough matchup against that Bears D. Um, he's he's got you know he's got very good receiving options. You've got Woods Cup, you know, then you got Higbee. Um, me personally, I prefer Woods over Cup, but again, it, it's a it's a tough matchup. I can't see any any big performances in this one.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I, I do think Stafford has something to prove though, so maybe he will. He will prove us wrong, but having lost Cam Akers as well, yeah, big uh, loss for them. Big you're loss. looking at Daryl Henderson, who, again, he's he's not well. He's not Acres, is he? I think no. he'll be. I think he'll be okay. I mean, I I picked him up as my RB two just because the in a 14 man league, it's yeah. a war of attrition. <laughs> That's what you get. But, um, but I do think he he has enough talent to be semi good. Um, yeah. But again, again just not the Spurs this defense, <laughs> it's. Not the best week for him, really. Um, so, yeah, that might be another quite low-scoring game, really. If the defences shoot each other out, um, it, well, each other's team's out, then you, you know you could be looking mm. at a sub-10 points each kind of game for these for these two teams.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's, yeah, like 13-10, 13-7, something along those lines. I think, in the end, I I like the Rams' offence a little bit better, so I think the Rams probably come out on top, but, yeah, not, not a massively exciting matchup for fantasy.
0: No. And finally, we have the Ravens at the Raiders.
1: Um yeah, I mean I'm a Broncos fan so I hate the Raiders anyway, but I think I think the Ra- <laughs> I think the Ravens it, it's a pretty good game to get off the mark to um especially for Lamar Jackson. The, the Raiders Raiders defense wasn't great last year. Um I think Lamar Personally, I think he has a, a slightly better season than last year from a passing perspective, and then the running stays the same. You know, he had that interview a few weeks ago where he said, where the guy asked, you know, do you think anyone's figured you out? And Lamar said, I don't, I don't think anyone will have, and I, I think that's probably still the case. He's yeah. just such an electric option on the ground. Um, I think he has a fantastic game. Obviously, Gus Edwards now the RB one. Yeah in a very good rushing offence. I think he's probably a, probably a must-start as well. Um, Andrews, um, obviously, Jackson's our number one option. Receiving core, don't trust as much. Um, you know, Hollywood Brown had a fantastic first year, but he hadn't, he hadn't done a lot for me since.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um, I don't know where to start with either, really, to be honest. I guess the ra- <laughs> the Raiders... <laughs> Yeah, there's not, not really anybody there who I'm hugely excited for. The Ravens defence is is very good, so I think they're gonna struggle. Good. Yeah. Um so there's not really anybody that I would put up as a kind of must start from the, the Raiders kind of camp. As you say, Chris Edwards. Darren Waller, I think. Yeah, I mean so Waller's has, always has to be, but Yeah, but even even then I think given that yeah. Carr is playing against this this defence that yeah. that knows who his favourite target is yeah, if they um, take him away. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have to rely on the likes of Ruggs, who, you know, he's very fast but doesn't catch anything. So <laughs> um, if, if, if Ruggs has had a great, some great training camp moments and can, can come around, then maybe they might have a chance. But, yeah, that Ravens rushing offense, even, even though they are going to be relying quite heavily on, on Edwards rather than the kind of one-two punch of, of Dobbins and Edwards. Uh, Edwards is a great player, Um and and he he does a lot with the the chances he's given, so I think he he's does. gonna gonna prove prove to be a very valuable fantasy asset this year. Obviously, as you say, you, you've already explained why uh, Lamar Jackson is a great option anyway, and especially in this matchup too. Um, I guess from a kicker perspective, you've always got Justin Tucker, oh, who's yeah. uh, always one who of who the better old, ones. old, reliable. <laughs> so this is this is a game that he could put up quite a few points, and um, so yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I think it's definitely a a Ravens win um whether the whether the touchdowns come uh on the ground or, or in the air I guess the jury's out on that one but I I can't see uh I can't see Jackson throwing it too much as you say um Marcus yeah, Brown it's not no. Yeah he's well yeah he's he's worth a pick in the late rounds i was surprised at how far he dropped he in, did in, slip in yesterday. i am um, i picked him up in the end just because he was there and i thought well for the for the position he is arguably wide receiver one even though it's not a pass heavy offense it's, it's yeah. worth picking him up um so uh and obviously mark andrews as well is there and he's he's a favorite target of of uh, Jackson's so there's a few players on the Ravens team actually that that have a chance of having a very good week this week
1: yeah yeah I think yeah I think I think yeah Edwards Jackson Andrews I can see having a good game like I said Waller is the only one I'd start because you know you've drafted him high you're going to be starting him every week and in, in terms of the Raiders rushing attack I, I don't didn't really like Jacobs too much going into the season Obviously, the signing a Kenyan Drake doesn't help him a massive amount because Drake, no. you know, they did pay him, so I don't think, you know, he's not going to get no carries. So annoyingly, I think that eats into Jacob's work, um, and I, I don't really trust them. Uh, trust them, definitely not this week against that defense.
0: I agree. So that's week one. Um, oh, that felt good. <laughs> crazy, yeah. Crazy <laughs> to think that everything we've just discussed is is will all be done and dusted within the week, uh, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> But no, it's exciting to be to be back to it. So, back when we started podcast interference, we were uh, we were doing it more for our for, for ourselves, I guess, and our <laughs> our dynasty league. We we kind of thought, oh, well, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, entertainment that goes comes out of us participating in this dynasty league. So, there's a bit of a theme, I think, at the end of our podcasts going forward. We'll. We'll discuss that, which is a bit more of a personal element for us, I guess, but prior to, to discussing our dynasty league, we'll obviously go through the matchups and any sleepers uh, that we'd like to point out, which we, we've just done, but now we get to this point, I guess we can break down what we think is going to happen in our in our own dynasty league and and, and how players are going to fare there. So I don't know, Jack, if you want to start with, with your team and you're playing Kieran's team this week.
1: Yeah, happy to, happy to. I mean, obviously in terms of Predicted points. I am predicted a fairly comfortable win. Um, I, I, not to toot my own horn, but looking at the <laughs> look, looking at the matchups, I'm, I'm fairly confident. Um, you know, Russell Wilson, solid quarterback. Um, I, like I said, now that I think Chase Edmonds is going to be the RB one in Arizona, I'm a lot happier about my backfield. James Robinson, obviously, I love Travis Etienne, but that news when he when he did get injured did help my team massively because I think yeah. I was gonna. I was going to have to trade probably for a running back because I was was in sort of dire straits for a little while. Um, I think the only thing I'm going to struggle with week to week is if if Chase, for example, does break out. My wide receivers are fairly stacked. AJ Brown, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, um, Jamar Chase, um, Marvin Jones also picked up Tony in the draft, DJ Chark. Um, but I'm I'm pretty confident week one. I don't think there's much on the other side of the ball in terms of subs that Kieran could make to to win this one, barring a standout performance from Murray or, or C.D. Lamb, for example.
0: Yeah, Kieran was unfortunately hit with, with the first of the many injuries in, yeah. in uh, Cam Akers, <laughs> so he did lose, he did lose uh, a one big of his player star, there. star running backs. Uh, he acquired Jacobs in a trade uh during the off season and he's got Sanders as well, but that's really uh the extent of his running back um running back core. Obviously he's got Kyler Murray who is fantastic as, yep. as we've said, you you're looking at C. D. Lamb as well. Uh he still has rostered um Irv Smith Junior who he needs to quickly sub out before the before <laughs> yeah. the week starts as he let's too- hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> well, yeah. If he does, then then it's making it more difficult. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's going to need to pick up another kicker as well, by the looks of things. As he's still got Will Lutz Will in there, who's out, yeah probably not playing. So yeah, poor old Kieran's uh, suffered unfortunately from the from the injury standpoint. But his team is as as we keep saying, very young, good young so team,
1: and he's got a lot of picks. So, he does. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's collected. I think he's got three first round picks uh, yeah. for this upcoming twenty twenty two draft. So. Um, so I think he's. Well, would you? What would you do in that situation? I think if if I were Kieran, looking at what I've got, I'd, I'd potentially be trying to do the best I can do week to week. But you know, I I would probably write off this season as a kind of try and get a, the best draft pick I can get personally.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds it's yeah, it sounds horrible. But I think I think to be honest, I think he knows that he, he knows he wouldn't have bothered getting the picks if he did. I don't think he thinks he's going to win this season. um, Whereas I sort of think I I can. Um, But yeah, with three first rounders next year, if he can, you know, he can almost completely rebuild his roster with three first rounders if if he does it well. So yeah, um, not this year, but I think next year he's going to be sitting pretty.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, looking at his team, it's, it's not a bad team. Um, I just, I feel he he lacks that kind of key key running back, which you know Acres could have provided that fantastic sort of prime running back to get behind. Yeah. Um, which it, it's just it's just so unfortunate for him that he's lost that that player uh, because it, it does it does it really hinder yeah. hinder the team. Um, but he might prove me wrong. I hope he does, and and we'll see how he plays. But. No matter what happens, he is in prime position to get some really good talent this offseason and come back very, very strong and very scary next season, especially given the youth on the team. You know, this yeah. team is, is here to stay. Uh, and having Lam and Judy, uh, very, what, what, very what a good great options. duo there. It's going <laughs> to last literally probably for the next decade. So he's done pretty well there. He's, he's definitely building. Um, he's definitely building. He's been quite quite sneaky about it gathering his picks in, in different ways but now he's doing a good job as Kieran I think at, at, at looking at, at a very good solid foundation from which to, to build a really good team um, next up we'll go with Lewis and Elliot so Elliot was in contention to, to win last season before he was brought down by uh, yours truly <laughs> in, the, in the final game will that happen again this year who knows? Uh, but we it almost, looks... <laughs> almost
1: went an entire episode without
0: you mentioning that. <laughs> we did, we did. I mean, we're, we're past the hour mark. I think I've done pretty well. Um, so Elliot is predicted to to win this one by a fairly significant margin. Uh, but yeah, he does have a fantastic team. Looking at looking at his team with Aaron Rodgers as his primary quarterback, Dalvin Cook, fantastic running back there. Derek Henry again, fantastic running back. Then you go to DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin. Already, you're looking at kind of. He's got multiple players that he just shouldn't have. Uh, you know, yeah, th- if this Justin, was a regular yeah. draft, then he he wouldn't have been able to amass this talent. Fant is a pretty decent option at the tight end yeah, spot. I like Fant. Probably his weakest spot out of everywhere, to be honest. And then in in his in his flex spot, he has Justin Jefferson. He's not even a he's not even in his tight in his wide receiver spot. He's at flex. What uh, position De- to be in, <laughs> crazy, isn't it? Debo Samuel. Then he's got Ryan Tannehill, who, as we discussed on the on the quarterback podcast, he's just sneaky good. He's Consistent. a player that people yeah. don't really look at as a fantastic fancy asset, but if you look at the numbers, he really is. And then he's got Sanders at kicker and the uh, Broncos at defense. So he's he's in a prime spot there. And opposite is Lewis, who's starting Teddy Bridgewater in his primary QB oh, spot there. I think that's all we
1: need to say, really. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. I mean, you go down to Christian McCaffrey and Jonathan yeah. Taylor. So again, That's he, grace. he has a very good. Well, yeah. Already, he, Lewis does have a very good um, kind of one running back, one and two in McCaffrey and Taylor, who are both arguably first round picks. Um, and then Calvin Ridley again is a fantastic wide receiver. Uh, More for the Panthers, and then you've got Evan Engram. And immediately the value that was there just vanishes. And I used to love Engram, I really did, but he's just—he's just, uh, yeah, he's just dropping so far. hes in—he's yeah. in, in such a free fall in draft just because he's—he's he's just not doing very well, is he? Um, yeah, I've got, seen him. I've seen him
1: go undrafted, which is mental.
0: Yeah, considering a few years ago, you know, I was picking him up probably in like the eighth, seventh, yep. eighth round quite easily. Um, he's got Amari Cooper and Tyler Boyd, and again, that's pretty solid. Not bad to have at your flex spots. Carson Wentz has snuck in there at the yeah. uh, the old super flex spot. Um, as, not a as fan, we, but we'll see. Yeah, as we said, it's not a terrible matchup for him against the Seahawks. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Lewis's probably favorite player in the entirety of the NFL is uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, and he bolsters that with the very stalwart LA Rams defense. So. Yeah, I think on paper, Elliot definitely has the upper hand, uh, but but Lewis has some players that can cause upsets. I think everybody knows how good McCaffrey is, so his predicted score is always very high. So it's yeah, hard for th- him to do better than that. Yeah, um, twenty seven
1: point eight. <laughs> exactly, but
0: but it's it's a possibility. So I think if you know if if Cook doesn't play too well, which is unlikely against the the, the Bengals, um, then. Yeah, I think Lewis has a chance, but you know, with with Cook and Henry there leading the charge, they'll be putting up a lot of points for Elliot. So it's yeah, tough matchup for Lewis this week, but it's not unwinnable.
1: Yeah, that's that would be my assessment. Um, yeah, Elliot Stein starting, starting eleven is is incredible. Um, but yeah, like I said, you know, a bad a bad game here or there, Lewis Lewis could still win.
0: Yeah. Okay. So moving on, we have someone who's kind of risen as a bit of a late contender in Tom uh, and uh, James as well who's getting a couple of pretty decent players back from injury this year so Tom has the fantastic Josh Allen at quarterback and then you're looking at Aaron Jones and Ezekiel Elliott as running backs then you go down That's to Tyreek right. Hill, uh, Brandon Ayuk Darren Waller which was an acquisition in the offseason which which has literally catapulted Tom's team up into the kind of playoff uh, championship conversation uh, he's also got Claypool and Chenault, who are um, pretty high on Chenault this year. I think he'll Same. I think he'll do pretty well. And then you've got Justin Herbert as your quarterback too, which is a fantastic position to be in. Uh, Youngwei Koo as this kicker, again, one of Tom's favorite all-time players. <laughs> Drafts uh, every year. He, this does. year? He, he was very unfortunate <laughs> to not, but uh, I mean, I think having Koo been picked in the eighth round or whatever it was, uh, yeah, it's no, no chance for Tom. And then the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> It's so a strong team there. If if Michael Thomas were still healthy, oh, I'd God, be it'd a lot be more scared insane. than I am. But yeah, it's still yeah. a fantastic team. And then James has Dak Prescott returning from injury. Fantastic quarterback uh, who was sorely missed last year. So that's already helped James out a lot. He got Najee Harris in the draft. So he's immediately fantastic got a running bigger. back two. Maybe running back one if, if you're feeling really confident. Saquon Barkley, who, as I say, everyone's low on, but I think one of the best running backs to play the game. Uh, then he's got Robinson from the uh, Bears, who is going to be the wide receiver one for the Bears. Great pickup there, especially if Field starts playing as well. I think he's his value is only going to increase. Scary Terry McLaurin as well. And then we've got George Kittle, one of the finest tight ends in the game. Uh, Myers from the... Uh, Patriots Patriots oh yeah I've got Jacoby isn't it Jacoby Myers uh, then we've got Jarvis Landry who has been passed around a little bit because you had him then I had him now James I has it. <laughs> uh Jameis Winston who you're pretty high on this year Jack and very, uh, very then we've on. got Prater and the Indianapolis Colts so yeah I think Tom definitely edges it um, just by virtue of of having that solid uh, wide receiver core. more than anything Tyreek Hill sort of Puts his team really far forward in the in the conversation, um, and and Herbert obviously I would trust Herbert over Winston, but uh, as yeah. he say this week I don't know Winston's got a good matchup and Herbert hasn't so it's uh, it's another game where it could go either way I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean Tom Tom's got a fantastic squad like you said. If if he was if he's rolling with Michael Thomas as well, I think yeah we'd we'd all be in in a lot of trouble Um, James massively helped out by getting Prescott Barkley um, I think he also had Sutton coming back as well unless he's traded him I could be wrong yeah he does he's got Sutton on the bench as well so yeah James having those three come back from injury um, certainly gives him a chance this year
0: yeah I would agree and next up we have Sam and Alex so Sam doesn't seem to have updated his roster (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think that should we we might need to nudge him before the season begins, uh, but he's he's got Lamar Jackson, who obviously is a fantastic quarterback to have on your team. Um, then he's got Kenyon Drake and uh, David Johnson as got RB one two, which Oof. is not not a particularly pleasant state to be in. But then things get better where we go down to Julio Jones and uh, Juju Smith Schuster, uh, Zach Ertz. We've got. Um, Mostert, the uh, San Francisco running back there who is expected to get more points than than Drake and Johnson so maybe move (laughs) him up a bit Sam still has Le'Veon Bell there unfortunately Le'Veon Bell isn't playing for anybody so hopefully he swaps him out for somebody else Uh, Mr Bobby Trees old Robert Woods there, great player fantastic Fantastic. player Um, and then we have uh, Gay from the Rams and then we've got the Tennessee Titans defence so on his bench, he does have Trevor Lawrence, who could quite yeah, easily be in. subbed in uh, in exchange for Le'Veon Bell, which straight away is a massive upgrade. <laughs>
1: Twenty points swing, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, he's also got Daryl Henderson as well, who is you know he is now the RB one uh, insofar as the the Rams are concerned. So that again is a huge upgrade to what he already has out there, uh, and Corey Davis as well, yeah, um, who solid. who again is pff, I'd probably take him over the likes of Smith Schuster maybe. If I'm feeling brave. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent on the bench there. If Sam manages to get swapped in before Thursday, uh, Thursday night, Friday morning, um we'll definitely put up his chances. But he's playing Alex. Uh, so Alex has Matt Stafford as his as his primary quarterback, Alvin Kamara, we need need we say any more. Uh, Antonio Gibson again two God. fantastic running backs he's got there supplemented with the fantastic Devontae Adams uh, so that's a great little mm. set of players there then we've got T Higgins who's my personal favourite receiver on the uh, on the Bengals roster um, Mark Andrews great Very option at good. tight end uh, Antonio Brown as I said on the wide receiver podcast I think as, as far as kind of sneaky, a sneaky streamer yeah. he's a, he's a decent guy to have there Got Harris, um, the old running back from uh, from the Patriots, who eh,
1: no, I mean he's, he's he's gonna get he's gonna get the game time, but not a big, not a huge fan.
0: I would agree. Um, and then we move on to Joe Burrow again. I think he, as long as he stays healthy, he's gonna have a pretty good season. Uh, Carlson, and then the Baltimore Ravens' fantastic defense there. So. Yeah, looking at it as it is now, there's no way that that Sam can win unless he gets his substitute. Yeah, if he changes the team, <laughs> uh, close game. <laughs> yeah, he'll make it much closer. Uh, so hopefully he does that, especially now he's got Trevor Lawrence, you know, it's, he's a yeah, player that can't, for be, life. can't yeah. be keeping on your bench and he's only going to get better in time. So Sam's Sam's now got two very good excellent in fact uh, quarterbacks uh, so his posi- his quarterback positioning is is something that doesn't need meddling with i think the only place really that he needs to improve is is at the running back running but back. he's been saved a little bit by the aker's injury so hopefully he can take advantage of that um but yeah uh, i think i think running back situations are obviously not Dyer. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, again, it's it's one of those one of those does, does definitely he... draft one next year. I yeah, think.
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't trade any if I was him because I think I'd leave him too short in other positions. Um, but yeah, that'd be definitely a a draft target for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, going just again doing your best throughout the season. But if he doesn't make playoffs, it's not the end of the world because he will. Just one phenomenal running back if he can get yeah. the kind of draft capital to to draft that level of running back, he's immediately in the playoff conversation which is it's exactly the same as Kieran um but Kieran's obviously got the youth on his side whereas Sam's team is is older um so he he will need to replace <laughs> quite a few people before they uh, before they're a dire. But um yeah, it's it just it just goes to show that with Dynasty, you know, just a couple of years difference and Yeah, you're never out your, of it. Your team transforms completely. Yeah. So yeah. I think definitely Sam's Sam's uh quarterback pairing is is One of on best, par definitely. with Tom's probably. Yeah. Um especially if Trevor Lawrence continues to play well. Um okay, and that leaves me leaves your matchup, yeah. And Rohan's so. uh champion. Yeah, old, uh, old Pat Mahomes returns to lead to lead the champions once again, um, followed by Joe Mixon and Austin Eckler as my RB1 and 2, uh, Deontay Johnson and Stefan Diggs as my primary wide receivers, and then Travis Kelsey, the, the man, the myth, the legend himself at, at tight end spot, with Monty, Mr. David Montgomery uh, in flex alongside Kenny Galladay, who has recently just been subbed in in replacement for... JK Dobbins, sadly. Sad. Um, Off season acquisition, Jalen Hurts is my Q, uh, QB2 this year, who's replacing uh, the retired Drew Brees. And then we have Justin Tucker in the San Francisco 49ers defense for me. Um, Rohan is looking at. Mounting a playoff run, I guess, with his uh, with his old legendary veteran, the grizzle Tom Brady, leading the charge. <laughs> and then we immediately jump to the young, vibrant Clyde Edwards-Alaire at running back alongside the older Chris Carson. Um, then we've got Metcalf and Thielen as wide receiver one and two, which is a great pair there. Uh, Gronkowski, uh, again, kind of a, f- a favoured target of Tom Brady's, which can only bode well for the season ahead. Uh, Mike Evans, again one of those holy trinity of uh, of Buccaneers wide receivers who's sure to get a good look in and then we've got Tyler Lockett to complete the uh, the Seahawks pairing Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts is in at the super flex position, Rohan must be very high on him, he's not subbing in a quarterback as, as usual and then we've got uh, Butker and the Tampa Bay defense which is arguably the best in football at the moment so yeah, I mean, I'm confident I'm going to do well. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping that I'm going to win. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that Hertz is, is going to be the the missing piece to, to the puzzle this year. Um, I mean, obviously, I'd hope that J.K. Dobbins would be playing, but uh, I do have Gus on the bench if I do need to sub him in, if he does play well. So he might replace Golladay for me, but I'm willing to give Golladay a, a, a go because um, I'm pretty confident with everybody else, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, missing piece. You're already the champion, so that's a that's a stretch. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like like I said earlier, I think Hurts, especially especially week one, I'm um, I'm fairly confident in his ability to to light it up. So I think yeah, you you got a solid solid team there. As much as it pains me to say that, Rohan as, as well. To be fair, he does have a good team. I mean. It is very heavily towards the Tampa Bay and Seattle. Um, it is, with, yeah. With six, seven, seven of, um, of the starters being from those two teams. But they are both very good teams, so um, if they do well, he does well.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and he has a lot of faith in them. I mean... <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't have much more faith in a team than, than the one that's just been to the Super Bowl. So he's very true, it's not misplaced. <laughs> and then you know, I think Brady, uh, he's not got the rushing upside, which is a reason why I, I avoid him personally. But he is he is an excellent captain and an excellent sort of manager of the game. So mm-hmm. you know, he he's a good player to have and. Rohan's kind of been quite. He's he's had a bit of foresight and drafted Cal Trask over the off season. So if Trask can perform well, then he'll he'll take over he that spot. In. And yeah, he's not really losing his uh, his quarterback when Brady does eventually retire in twenty seven years. Um, <laughs> so that's not too bad. But the, again, it always the mind always boggles that he he doesn't play a quarterback uh, in the Superflex spot just because the quarterback spot is ripe for uh, an abundance of points. Um, You know, he could play Jimmy Garoppolo there. And I would maybe argue that yeah, would get more points than Pitts. But again, Rohan, Rohan, uh, he's a very... He plays with his heart a lot, and I think Carl Pitts is a player that he's waited so long. He did long draft up to get to him get. He really trade did. Up, sorry, <laughs> he did, and he's known. He's known the player. Um, he's watched the player for so many years. I think it, it would feel to Rohan like a, a disservice to not allow to him, him. <laughs> uh, the chance to play. But yeah, maybe stick him on instead of uh, old Gronkowski and, and get get Garoppolo in potentially. But. I don't want to advise you on how to, to structure your team, Rohan, if you're listening, because uh, I don't <laughs> want you to beat me. Um, so, so yeah, that's uh, that's the league this week. So it'll be be an interesting one uh, to see how things go and how things go this season. It seems like there's quite a few of us vying for that top spot this year. It's gonna be, close. Um, it's gonna be very and like close. I say, it's it's just it's just really sad again, as I say, that Cam Akers, uh went down for Kieran. I think that's the most devastating loss any of us have experienced over this off season um you know it's the equivalent of or well it's the equivalent of any of us losing our rb1 which would oh yeah i'd, I'd, I'd very much struggle <laughs> yeah yeah so i, I mean the, the as i said before the key thing about kieran's team is is the youth that he has there um you know he's he's got such a firm foundation from which to build upon um but but it's it is just such a shame that the acres went down i mean i've I've attempted to to communicate with with Kieran and ask if he'd like to trade acres, but he didn't seem very interested. Which uh, I have also up. tried this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with his with his three first round picks, I'm quite scared to see how that team just transforms next year. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an interesting one. But our eyes must always be on the upcoming championship. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm feeling confident that I'll make it to playoffs. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't. Um, but yeah, yeah, once it gets to that championship week, it's uh, who knows what will happen. So yeah, thank you for thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, this is our last podcast before the season begins. Uh, it's also our last chance to just remind everyone that we do have a free jersey giveaway on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. So if you want to head on over to there, it's just podcast interference. Uh, you can enter and potentially win a jersey uh, belonging to a team of your choice. So do get on that if you can. That ends on Thursday. Um, and yeah, I guess the only other thing to say is that uh, we're looking forward for the start of the season. There's, uh, there's not much more prep we can do. Most drafts have happened. Uh, the time is almost upon us
1: yeah thank thank god uh looking forward to doing it every week um it's going to be crazy on the next episode actually talking about actual results and what's happened so yeah um thanks very much for listening guys uh, like connor said uh, follow us on facebook and instagram get entered in It's a free jersey um and yeah we'll uh, we'll see you on the next one